Hello, everybody. We did it. We made it through another week, and that means it is time for Talking Through the Medias, your home for entertainment news and reviews by fans for fans. You know the drill. Shoot us a like on this video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel for all your entertainment needs and send us those questions and comments because we really do want to hear them. We are so very lonely. Uh, I'm Amy Newman. I forgot my name. I'm Amy Newman and joining me today is the probably far more prepared and aware of his own name. Mr. Chris Fagan. This, that, don't lie on me. That, that, this is one of those days where it feels like if, you, if I had a brain cell, it's been fried. It's just, it's just like one of those days. It's just all, all. Uh, I guess it's all uphill from from there, guys. Let's let's see if we can bounce back. Let's turn this ship around. Let's see if we can turn this franchise around, guys. Thank you for uh, for checking out another episode of Talking Through the Media with me and Amy. We're gonna what we're gonna do? We're gonna run down a couple of trending topics and put some spotlights on some things that I that we think is was pretty interesting. And figure that you guys want to talk about them. Uh, hey, if you guys want to contribute to the show and uh, send us anything, you can do that by going to www.t3medias.com backslash contact. And if you also want to just get something on the We Got Your Mail segment, just hit us up at T3Medias on all the social media. You know, anything that you want to say, questions, comments, concerns, you know the the, the drill. Just, just do that. It's, it's right there we're always we're ready to talk exactly we're, we're, we're not shy Any, no subject is off the table well well let's well, not say that to them well and if you want to check out the podcast guys remember that's at soundcloud or on itunes just check it out it's at t3 meters and okay so with that all out the way amy what is the first topic we're going to talk about today from Cinema Blend, we have the breaking news. Family Guy veteran Mike Henry, who voiced Cleveland Brown for two decades, geez, I'm old, uh, stepped away from his role after the news broke that YouTube impressionist Arif Zahir would continue the legacy. He shared the announcement on his Instagram page, thanking the fans for their support and expressing gratitude to Mike Henry and the team at Family Guy for creating the character. It's been so hard to keep this a secret, but here it is, the cat's out of the bag. Thank you to all of you who supported me over the past seven years. I could have never imagined such an achievement. Thank you, Mike Henry, for the amazing character you've created, and everyone at Family Guy Fox for giving me this incredible opportunity. I promise not to let you down said Zaheer. Mike Henry, who also serves as a producer and writer on Family Guy, later responded to the post, looking forward to working with you, Arif. Let's talk cleave to cleave sometime soon. That's nice. <laughs> I did myself a favor and I read that article and I said, that's nice. And then you know what I did? I didn't read the comments and it was so oh. Were you not supposed to read those comments? I was so much happier for not. Well, so. let me tell you what you missed. Well, I only read like a few. I mean, you you get the typical stuff, guys. See, before I get into that, I mean, overall, we kind of talked about this before on another show, but overall, I'm happy because my question was was answered. I was, I was thinking, okay, because uh, I didn't know anything about um, Arif at, at all. I didn't know that that he built a, a, a YouTube channel and got popular because he was imitating Cleveland Brown, which I also do as well. I thought, I thought my Cleveland Brown. Can I get a little Brown, taste of that right now? Can I just get a little? 
Oh, you wait. What do you what do you want? The signature laugh? The what? I mean, Just, what? You know, dealer's choice. Really, this is your audition. It's oh, okay. Like, okay, okay. Uh, we have a uh, Chris Fagan. All right, uh, Chris. Hi. What are you gonna be? Uh, Go ahead and just hit us with a little bit. Oh, let me, let me, all right, you prepare to be amazed. Here we go. You ready? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm the black guy on Family Guy. There. Boom. Done. That's all. No, I'm doing okay, Cleveland Brown. Like, like, uh, oh, Peter, that's nasty. (laughs) I guess I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ready. Um, You can just leave your, your headshot with the, in the trash and go. Wow. Oh. Oh, 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 I don't no, I, I don't have to take this from you. I'm getting the hell on out of here. <laughs> it's, a, it's not awful. Uh, no, he's really good, though. Yeah, I'd never heard of him. It was he does a solid. I thought it was great. I was I was wondering if they were going to. I still feel like the first episode we get when he's officially on the uh, on the episode, Peter's going to be like something different. Yeah. If they 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 gotta dig at it, that's sad. That's just the yeah. like. I, I, I'm predicting that the joke will be something like Peter is gonna say something like, "I don't know why, but I feel like I have to be. I feel like I'm more afraid of you right now." Like something about the fact that he's more black or something yeah. like that. That's probably gonna be the joke moving forward. I don't know why, but something tells me that I should be more more afraid of you right now. Oh, that's a terrible Peter. God. Seth MacFarlane, when did you get here? <laughs> All right, that's enough. Anyway, so the uh, so in the comment section, it was pretty much the same stuff. It was like, uh, this is just uh, social justice, you know, warrior crap, and you know, why was this a thing? Why is this necessary? Why why did he have to? It was almost as if they were complaining if that. You, if you're not clear what people were saying, scroll down to the comments on this video yeah. and enjoy a sampler. Yeah, guys, I'm sure. I mean, most. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much a, a done deal, right? Whenever this topic comes up, there's always going to be some people thinking, "Oh, it's 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 ridiculous because if the situation was reversed, and blah blah blah." And, and not to go back into the whole, let's let's talk about the history of Hollywood and you know and systemic racism or anything like that. But the fact is, it's not like this guy auditioned because he was like, "Kick the door down, hey, Seth." Uh, I'm tired of Cleveland being disrespected by that white dude. I demand to take his job now. Like the dude gave up the role himself. And what? because of what they was he and other people felt like okay, so this needs to change. This this has been a problem in the past and we don't want to contribute to this problem uh, anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's not like this it's not like uh, Henry's going to have like no job. He's a producer. He voices a ton of other characters. Now another and person I has be an opportunity. Considering he, because I was like, oh, that's gonna suck. Like you've been voicing that, but honestly, considering that he is a writer and a producer on the show, I would yeah. not be surprised if they wrote like a bigger secondary character to start showcasing his voice acting. If they like bumped someone up or wrote in a new, you know, that doesn't seem out of the realm of what they could do. If clearly, they like working with him and you know want to keep him involved in the show as closely as possible. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like everyone everyone around this situation who's actually in this situation is being so like classy and sweet and cool about it. Like and doing the right thing and, and doing it with a smile. Like take a lesson from how to handle this. Just yeah. be nice. If I swear, I feel like this in this situation with, um, if they would have made a new episode and never would have made the announcement at all, no one would have noticed. 
That's what I was yeah. wondering about. Was it going to be a different voice? And when I looked him up and I was like, oh, he's doing the exact same voice. You close your eyes. You can't tell yeah. which. And I'm pretty sure there as a joke, they'll sneak in like in <laughs> real probably say one thing just to prove that no one can tell which is which it'll 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 uh they probably shouldn't do that because then it's like why are you taking away his opportunity <laughs> his opportunities then it'll come in from the left it's like oh whoa whoa you give him the job and you and you and you take one percent of his, his lines away what the hell but uh now real quick not the point but oh my god i feel so old i was like family guy's still on family guy's been on for 20 years 20 years what is that happening only only the simpsons it's like ever since the simpsons became like a 50 year old show it's like now cartoons this is not 50 years old don't say that it's don't like say damn that. near it's, it's damn near it's like 30 season 30 something almost 35 i have been watching a lot of old simpsons and it's bizarre that like going back and watching the episodes i remember watching as a kid feel like a period piece now i was surprised that family guy was uh it was right up there with him and and hell bob's burgers it's been 10 years uh, pretty much and i'm like i'm like whoa the time's like time is flying uh yeah. I, it's so, I guess i don't know if it's because there's so much more content out there you just don't notice it but shows like that used to back in the day they would get like maybe six seasons and come and go now it's like seth it's like we don't want to anger seth mcfarlane or all these other guys on that's making these great cartoons it's like they're getting like 10 seasons hitting 20 mi- uh, the south park is up there as well i mean these shows might not i mean they're gonna eventually end but i mean it's gonna be a while i thought the simpsons were gonna round it up to 20 and call it then i thought they were gonna round it to 30 and call it i'm thinking now they're gonna probably go for an even 50 seasons and then call it because <laughs> that's and that's just i just i don't know i just that's the way i feel about it but other than that guys i think this was a good thing let us know what you guys think and we'll talk about it on We Got Your Mail. So like I said, hit the, uh, put it in the box below. What are your thoughts about, uh, uh, is it a, a, a reef now taking over as uh, Cleveland? Are you uh, one of the guys that's like super excited about it? Let's, let's see what's going to happen. Are you one of the guys like, they took their jobs? Put it in the box below and let us know what you guys think. But now let's go on to the next topic of the day. The first presidential debate of the season is trending uh, from yesterday as President Trump faced Joe Biden for the first time. Moderated by Chris Wallace on Fox News, the topics were focused around topics like the Supreme Court, the coronavirus pandemic, the deflated economy, the protests and violence, election integrity and the candidates records. Just before the debates began, the New York Times obtained Donald Trump's tax information extending over more than two decades, revealing struggling properties, vast write-offs, an audit battle, and hundreds of millions in debt coming due. Trump paid $750 in federal income taxes the year he won the presidency. In his first year in the White House, he paid another whopping $750. He has paid had paid no... He had paid no income taxes at all in 10 of the previous 15 years, largely because he reported losing much more money than he made. So, how'd that wacky debate go? Not great, just for anybody who lost all of us, all all of us. It was, um, that was weird, man. It was like the weirdest, weirdest uh, debate. That wasn't even a a debate. It was just, one guy uh, only talking to his base, then doing whatever he could to lose some more of those people. And then another guy like, 
I thought Joe would do better at like staying. Uh, it, it was like I could. It, it was like all Joe was kept telling himself was, you know, "Don't walk over there and punch him in the face. Don't walk over there." And punch. It's like that's all I felt. Like half feel of it. America's going walk over there. Do and it. Punch do him. it. Do. But it was like, that's all it was. It was like the second he got thrown off his game or got off balance, he just. It took him a while to get back on, on, you know, on track. He did eventually, but it was like this dude was just kept bebopping and scatting all over. Chaotic. It was was chaotic. When we need, like, my God, if we're going to do this, because towards the end of it, it was just like, oh my God, we have two more of these. Yeah. I can't do it. Like, (laughs) we need to turn off mics when it is not your turn. Oh, they're never going to agree to that. Because both sides have to agree to it. Trump will never agree. The one thing that I find the most entertaining and my and my fans love, nah, not gonna agree to that. Or at least a halfway decent moderator, because that was just pathetic. Like it, it felt like it's like don't keep telling the kid throwing the tantrum. Like, okay, fine, you can have one more cookie, but then not another cookie. Like, sh- sh- shut it down, dude. I, I, All I know is it was a mess, and I kind of miss politics being boring. Like there was definitely a point where Biden came in with the like, and like I w- I wish I wish, you know, there was someone up there making stronger statements, but like he kind of did the generic like, well I believe in unity and the Constitution, and yeah. I was like I kind of miss just hearing like President- random political buzzwords said yeah. confidently and reassuringly. Like it's not great, but it just felt comforting remember when politicians would bs us with stuff that was more feel goody instead of bsing us with stuff that was like if you don't vote for me everyone is going to die and everyone's gonna this and it's 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 like it was it was the most there's nobody that i spoke to who saw that debate that felt good really good about anything really yeah no like i said we all lost that it was all hijacked it was just chaotic and it was angry it was it was was like this whole year's been of just there's you want to try to find some hope and some goodness and it's just frustrating it just felt like banging your head into a damn wall we and we talked about a little bit before the show uh the thing i think me and you were the uh the most disappointed in was when it got when it went straight to like family it was like you can't you (sighs) this stuff is gonna this stuff worked on like hillary Okay, I mean, as far as family goes, I mean, she, Bill was fair game because he was a former president. So I mean, as, as crazy as that stuff was then, it was it, it made a little bit more sense. But when you know your opponent has chosen, I'm talking about Joe Biden has chosen to. He's he made it public. I'm going to take the high the high road. I'm not going to talk about his children. And Trump was like, but I well I am. It was, it was like. You don't you don't get how how it's it's entertaining to your base, but it's going to look so bad when you once again attack a person that was in the military, a person who is dead. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, I mean, well, and a person with addiction who overcame addiction problems, which it's like it's 2020. Like we are moving on with how we talk about and address those issues like. I think most people know someone who has struggled or is struggling with some manner of addiction and to try to pull it up as like a gotcha. Yeah. 
It's I, just yeah. cruel and unnecessary and mean for mean's sake. And I think that's what I really like. It's mean spirited debate. Good, not that people weren't doing shady stuff. Not that, you know, there's not need for policy change and system change. I'm not arguing of like, let's just get back to normal. But a little bit of a return to just decency. Yeah. At least. I think was what I think hurt most people just this just doesn't feel it doesn't, it doesn't feel respectful it doesn't feel decent it doesn't feel there's not a that thing i feel like we've always tried to maintain in our politics of like we don't see eye to eye but at the same time like i think we're both people who care about our families i think we want the best for this country we just don't agree on how that looks and yeah. like we are just getting further and further and further away from being able to have those conversations and like I think Biden even called it out at one point of just like this is so unpresidential. Yeah. And I think that's what everybody's frustrated with of going through hell as a country right now between, you know, everything kind of being as as tense and scary as it is. And just not feeling like we have someone presidential and comforting of like, even if I don't always agree with the guy, I've usually been able to look at the president and been like, oh, okay, someone there's an some semblance of an adult in the room yeah and we don't feel that way anymore when you my last bit of advice would be when you're in a situation where you're like you're already coming in you you know you're losing that, that's 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 what it what, what it was you you know you're losing and out of all the things that would have been a no-brainer just to stay uh, to stay away from because when you know you're losing and you're st- and you're going to the low blows on attacking uh, one uh, family member who struggled with an addiction, another family member who's dead, and and, and you know you have your your uh, uh, your own family who are who some are working in the White House who can l- legitimately be attacked and brought up because they're in there, and your only attack really is if you vote for the other guy, they're gonna this. That, that's all you heard from. Him. He's gonna. Joe Biden's gonna this, gonna that, gonna. But you are currently if if that if issue if this issue is such is so bad, you've been the president for almost four years. Why haven't you why haven't you fixed it? Oh, it would have been worse. Uh, but if it would have been worse if he uh, was the president, like no, 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 you wasn't even running against Joe Biden in, in 2016. So what are you talking about? It's, that was the weird thing. If Joe becomes president, it's going to get worse. If uh, we we would have lost. A million people with with uh, due to uh, due to COVID. You said that we weren't even gonna lose the 15 that we first had. <laughs> it was gonna it was that 15 is gonna go to zero. And then when it got to the uh, healthcare thing, that was to me the, the the worst thing. Once again, he was gonna say, "We I got a plan, and you'll see it soon." I got my. Uh, you want to see my tax returns? I'll show it to you tomorrow. Trust me, I'll show any day now. It's gonna happen. You've been saying that for four years. It's like, I don't know how people can still look at that guy and go, yeah, this dude's definitely telling me the truth. (laughs) At the end of the day, it's like, um, we just hit the million people death toll for COVID. It's worldwide. Worldwide, yeah. Staggering, that's tragic. Like, and it's just like, I don't, I don't have the energy and we don't have the time for this. Like, we need an adult in the room. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, look, by by the way, guys, science, uh, science is, it's, to say science doesn't get it, the def look up the definition of the word science. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I say. It's like it's, it's like saying two plus two is four, and and then another uh, person goes, but is it? But is it like yes? 
it's it's math. It's the same in every country. Anyway, I don't know. That's just it's, it's, it was a it was a frustrating night. Um, I feel like as a it was weird. I feel like people as a, as a country was like, damn, I can't wait to see the vice presidential debate now. <laughs> That's that uh, that should be a better show. But uh, I don't know. It's it's, it's weird. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'm looking forward to getting this all behind us. So just like Amy said last week, don't forget to vote. No matter doesn't matter who you're voting for. I mean, I know it matters to some people. It does matter to me, but. It does I'm matter talk, to me, I'm, I'm talking about in the spirit of just democracy, just if, yes. whatever you're, wherever you are on it. But everyone probably, should have the right and should everybody yeah, right yeah. to vote. Please yeah. do your research. Yeah. Know your vote facts. To protect our most vulnerable people. All right. So, yeah, I guess you guys are wondering why we brought politics into this, uh, because that was that was uh, we, we do entertainment news here. And that was a shit show. <laughs> Some, I can't say it wasn't uh, entertained. Feels like such a positive word, but you know that was, that was probably somebody's entertainment. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. But uh, guys, look, guys, investing in a good bottle of whiskey, and we'll see how it goes. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there was a bunch of drinking. Guys, put it in the box below. How many drinking games were happening out there uh, uh, yesterday? That, Do you have any that, tips? Because it's that fine line. Because like, if it's every time someone interrupts someone, like. Oh I yeah! Take a drink. He just interrupted. Take a drink. He said, "Believe me, take a drink." <laughs> I need to. I need to find the middle ground. Yeah. So give us some. Uh, give us some suggestions and uh, some tips on that on how to handle the debates moving forward. And I guess we'll talk about that on the next. We got your mail. So without further ado, what is the next topic out there? Today? Well, during the pandemic, uh, or sorry, let me start that over because we're still in it, buddy. Due to the pandemic, SNL did a few remotely produced shows at the end of last season. However, for this Saturday show, the cast, the crew, and a live studio audience will be back in Studio 8H. However, tickets to the show's dress rehearsal and live show come with a long list of health stipulations. For starters, all ticketed guests will be required to take a mandatory COVID-19 test upon arrival, according to the SNL ticket site. This is a self-administered lower nasal antigen test with results yielded before the show, the instruction reads. In addition to that, test temperature checks will also be required at check-in and approved masks will be required at all times well inside 30 Rockefeller Plaza. Feels like a lot of work to me. Yeah. get why the show has to still happen. I get casting crew. I know we're easing back into what regulations for stuff can look like. Personally, some of it's outside of my comfort zone, but I get that it needs to happen. Isn't Jim Carrey the the going to be the first host in the, the the next show that's about to, to come out? Yeah, I know they have him in to do Biden, so that would make yeah. sense. I think that I think is that. I'm wondering if that's the if that's just a Biden thing or if that's a him hosting thing. I got to look that up again. But as far as like the. Um, how they're gonna handle it and whatnot i'm i'm one well i mean uh, is it that situation where like like the sports uh, teams where they're using those COVID tests uh, that are like super fast results and, mm-hmm. and things like that i'm i'm assuming so are, are we gonna are we gonna go back to uh so are we gonna still social distance are we still gonna i mean that's what i'm, I'm curious about all these things like what's what's gonna happen um i just feel like having the audience in feels like such a complicated extra layer and such a bigger risk right you know then 
like actors and crew where it's like you can really like know who you're dealing with. I just feel like I, I know it's not ideal, but it's like really feel like just having someone on the laugh track button would be like we understand. I've watched, uh, you know, we've all been watching late night shows and stuff. We're using those fake laughs from uh... we've all been watching. I don't understand the rush and the need to get audiences back in the room. It just feels like such an extra layer of work and expense and risk. Again, I, I don't begrudge them trying to get the show back, but hearing all that, it just feels like why? Are, why? I, I don't. I wouldn't care if I was watching SNL with a laugh track. Like I'd right. still tune in to see how it was. Um, the weekend update is the one that works even in the pandemic it still makes sense so i wouldn't be upset if for a while if it was just uh mostly the weekend update and then they can i mean i i, I mean the weekend update takes in a takes up a good chunk but i don't know an hour and a half of the weekend update i guess that would yeah make sense. i mean that, that would be much. bad honestly i actually did and i understand why they're going back to in studio because it is a really different show mm-hmm. i gave them a lot of I, I give them a lot of credit for the work they did at the end of last season mm-hmm just sort of transitioning and doing everything for like the editors did an amazing job of making that work. And in a weird way, I do think some of the talent really got to shine. Like you definitely could see who was good and who wasn't. Right. Because the people who were just funny, like still totally shined. And the people, there were definitely some people where it's like, Oh, without, without like being on set with the audience, with the wigs, with everyone else around you, this is like falling a little flatter. So I didn't hate it. I, you know, I'm curious to see what they do. I think um, the one person that stands out to me the most, I don't know if he's the one that, or one of the ones that you were thinking about that did a, a decent job from home. Uh, I think Pete Davidson really, like, after, at first I was like, oh, this feels so, I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I could just be watching this on YouTube or, or whatnot. I feel like this is just a, it looks like a low, you can tell that everybody's working from home kind of a thing. But then... Yeah when he started putting bringing his mom more into it i'm still living with that it was like dude this guy this is it i I love this bit how he's like i'm living with my mom again and and he just kept you know uh working that joke in and whatnot so i was like this this feels like that could be its own um like a little channel or or thing or whatever not not saying that that could be um um i don't know if he's already doing that or not but that bit or at least that sketch when when it got to pete davidson i was like that that works because it, it it he kind of captured more of how we were kind of feeling when it was like really getting depressing and stuff. Uh, he he was capturing that uh, uh, really well. But yeah, for the most part, for the most part, they all did a, 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 as good as they could. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, but but you were right. Some were like, ugh, ugh you. <laughs> This isn't going <laughs> to, I'm not going to tune in for this, but uh, guys, let us know what you guys thought about, uh, or think about the, the upcoming season, uh, how it is going to be uh, moving forward. What do you expect? Like, do you think, um, are they going to still do the whole social distance? I predict that they're probably going to have a couple of sketches where they're going to joke about social distancing and, and then do actually be so, uh, socially distancing and staying and trying to stay safe um in in reality so i think i think it'll it'll work out we'll we'll adjust we'll we'll get used to it as things progress well it'll be fine but i guess let us know what you guys think and we'll talk about it on we got your mail so without further ado what's the next topic of the day deadline reports that during a video chat with terminator star arnold schwarzenegger for the 2020 austrian world summit James Cameron shared that Avatar 2 is, quote, 100% complete with Avatar 3 clocking in it being, quote, 
sort of 95% complete. Cameron, <laughs> I, the inflection was my addition. Cameron added the production team is currently filming the remainder of the third film's live action sequences. Thank God. I don't know how much longer I can go without my avatar people. You are a huge fan of the Navi, aren't you? Unobtainium. Yeah, yeah, I, mm-hmm. All those things. The big uh, dragonflies. Yeah. Forgot what those yeah. things were called. The uh, the this, this this you like that sex the sex scene with the tails thing you like that <laughs> did you hold up I might need to see this movie now I never saw Avatar what? And at this point <laughs> I have no okay here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing and here's my issue because usually because we're getting a lot of comments now I can feel the, the comments <laughs> when you okay but when you miss a big budget movie when you miss something that like blew up and did the kind of box office number something like Avatar did. Generally, there is, even if it's not a bunch of people going, oh my God, this is my favorite movie of all time, something like Titanic. Right. I didn't see Titanic when it came out because I was little and I thought it would scare me. (laughs) I was like, no, that sounds sad. And, you know, between then and like, you know, when I was in like kindergarten when it came out and like college when I finally saw it, you hear enough about Titanic. You hear enough people quoting, you know, never let go. I'm king of the world. Draw me like one of your French girls. Look right. at me on the boat. Like, you know, all those quotes from Titanic. And you want to see it. Yeah. You get that little bit of like, all right, I feel like I should figure out what's going on. Let me guess. You didn't no get that. No ever quoted a thing from Avatar literally ever. <laughs> That's... That was the problem with Avatar. Like that. No one has ever been like, "Oh my god, it's just like the thing in Avatar." No, like they're blue people. That's yeah. literally all anybody remembers yeah. from Avatar. The, yeah, the Navi. That um, the year that the um, that year after. Here's the example that uh, that I hear a lot. That Halloween after Avatar first came out. Everybody was painted up in blue. They were they they loved it. Oh my god, this is. You know, uh, cos- that cosplay got uh, got really smurfy out there, right? The Halloween after that, not so much. The Halloween no, no, after no, that, no cultural staying power. Yeah, it, 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 it popped. It was a huge, huge uh, time and uh, uh, and snapshot in the uh, in the history of Hollywood. And then it, in the box office, where it, it came and it and it went. And now I will say this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. All I will say is I finally saw Titanic because they re-released it in theaters. Oh, they will re-release. They're going to re-release this. And that might get me out there because it's also a movie where everybody's kind of like, eh, if you didn't catch it in theaters, you, it's really not. It's you not got, it's such a great movie. It's just the effects and the 3D were like kind of the first of its kind to really knock that out. Of the guys, theater. let me know if you agree with what I'm about to say here right now. I mean, you guys love Amy's reactions. Amy, what if we get you to watch Avatar at home, uh-huh. and you record yourself watching it. And uh, I, it's, it's going to be an editing thing for me, but you know I can put it on the channel. I can, it'll, you know, and just for key moments in the movie, get your your reaction to some things. 
yeah let, let us, let us know guys if you want if we want to peer pressure amy into that you already can tell i'm thinking because i was like that was the first thing that popped in my head why you didn't i'm not saying that i'm one of those guys like you gotta see it i'm like no it's yeah. it's i would have been like you gotta see it if we were talking about avatar 4 or something like that if he would have stayed consistent and released a, a sequel when it made sense but James Cameron being the perfectionist that he is and the mega powerful guy that he is, he's not going to be told what to do by anybody uh, out there at Fox or anybody, whoever owns it. Disney's not. Yeah, there's like whatever you say, Mr. Cameron, what, when you when you pull, uh, go over budget in a movie like Titanic and it becomes the, the highest grossing movie of all time. And then your next project, you uh, it was pretty much a retelling of Dances with Wolves in space. And, and then that becomes the, the highest grossing after that producers are gonna be like, whatever it's gonna take you how many years for the for part two whatever you need how many billions do you need sir they're, they're gonna do whatever you but that was part of the problem I, i'm going to be very curious to see how this movie does though because i've never talked to somebody who was like no one has ever told me avatar's their favorite movie no one has ever been like oh my god i can't wait for the sequel I think the most like post Avatar Avatar hype I've ever heard was when they opened the ride at Disney World, right? And everybody was like, "This ride's phenomenal because it's again, it's effects, it's world building." Yeah, it's it's it's, it's Disney know. World. The- I do stand by my my deal. I'd like to make with uh, James Cameron. Like I know we're getting like forty five Avatar movies now, which is great. Thank oh. you for doing this. Um, but can I trade one of them for Titanic too? Because I kind of want to see how that goes. Yeah. What? Like what? What happened? Like like Leo pops back out of the water and sees the the everybody uh the new boats taking everybody away. What the hell? Like, you know, like his zombie comes back for he revenge. He like pops up like funny joke, huh? <laughs> <laughs> everybody everybody comes back, but uh, it's like. I, I don't know that. It's great. You hit the you hit the nail on the head. I mean, how many? Uh, to this day, uh, I don't know how many years it's been since uh, the Batman: The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger, but how many people are still dressing up like Heath Ledger's Joker? I mean, even if you don't, you know, even if you hadn't seen it, it's like you, I can quote you things from that movie. Yeah. I know pieces of that movie. Yeah. Why so serious and stuff like that? I mean, you, you're you're right. You're you're right. Um, but guys, I mean, I, I, before I before I move to the next topic, I know we're gonna uh, wrap it up. But one thing that I said I thought was kind of harsh. I remember when me and Sean were talking about this because he loves James. K. He's a he's a James Cameron apologist, right? So he can't wait for the sequel. Cameronite. What? A Cameronite. Yeah, see, very much so. He got a tattoo, the, you know, Cameron life tatted on his chest, and he goes. Um, and did he, you get a tattoo that just says uh, JC forever? Yeah, so right. <laughs> a lot would, of responses. What would, what would James Cameron do? WJCD and people are like, what Ooh. would James Cameron do? Like he would he would delay that movie for another three years. But uh, I, I told him I, I looked at him and I didn't even know I was gonna say it, but it popped in my head. And I looked at Sean and I was like, dude, more hardcore Avatar fans have died than are being born that's why because we were arguing about uh, if avatar 2 was going to do this uh, beat what avatar 1 did and become the highest grossing film of all time it's not mathematically possible maybe if 2020 in like two or three years after the first movie came out maybe then you ride in the wave but 12 years 13 years not mathematically possible not gonna happen and everybody keeps saying don't doubt i don't doubt james cameron 
But that, if that happens, I don't know. But put, I guess, comment guys below. What should I do if I lose that bet? is the first movie to be released right after the vaccine and we're all just like yes anything I'm like shooting up going to go see avatar 2 no that's not even gonna motivate people i don't know guys am i wrong guys let me know what you guys think put in the box below two things tell me do you think avatar 2 will become the highest grossing movie of all time do you think or or won't it maybe i'm gonna probably put that in the community and make that a, a, a yes or no question let's, let's vote on that let's talk about it on we got your vote will avatar 2 become the highest grossing film of all time uh another thing do you think amy should do a reaction to watching avatar for the first time let's put it in the box below let us know what you guys think and we'll talk about it on we got your mail all right what's the next topic from Variety, Batwoman star Javicia Leslie has revealed the first look at Gotham's new hero, Ryan Wilder. The actor teased an image on Friday via Instagram in which she's suited up in her cape and cowl. Look out, Gotham, I'm suited up and ready to go, she wrote. But just wait until Ryan Wilder puts her own spin on the Batsuit. Leslie will portray a new character on the CW series, described as a likable, goofy, and untamed character. She is nothing like her predecessor, Kate Kane, previously portrayed by Ruby Rose, who shocked fans when she announced her departure from the show in May. Um, I like likable Goofy. I do not like the wig they put her in. I mean, that's the wig. I mean, that's the what Ruby uh, Rose wears. That's the It's that's not the a wig. good wig. It looks like a Party City wig. Like, I, it, it bothered me. It's... It, it, it looks better face. in the cartoon and in a comic book. It looks it looks better, but when you see it live action, it took some u- getting used to. And um, mm. I watched season one of Batwoman, and when Ruby Rose, uh, who uh, her character is Bruce Wayne's cousin, by the way, when uh, she came around looking for Bruce, who's been missing as well. Coincidence? Hot why Batman is missing. Bruce Wayne hasn't been seen in a while. Nobody's curious about that. Let's just keep moving past. Uh, but she puts the, the the outfit on, and it didn't. She didn't put the wig on. It was just the regular, uh, uh, like uh, a Bruce Wayne that feels like you looks like you've kind of toned down or trimmed down a little bit there, Batman. What's going? But it was it was uh, a whole thing. Great Batman. Yeah, it, it was like it's like three or four episodes before she put the wig on, and uh, she did it just to to let people know. I'm not Batman. I'm a, I'm a different person. I'm Batwoman, and that's what the that's the purpose of the wig. It's 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 gonna be weird what I'm about to say. I don't know why I'm. Uh, I feel like I feel like I'm being <laughs> a little racist against my own people. It's like it it. I, I've heard there's been a black Batwoman before. I don't. I've never seen it on the uh, like the comic book version or not. But I don't know why that 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 wig throws me off so much with i just feel like a bunch of inappropriate and maybe maybe people are going to be uh, uh, thinking about all kinds of crazy messed up jokes and maybe i'm about to give them ammunition right now but all i feel like right now from seeing the image is a bunch of uh, inappropriate jokes about like weaves and stuff like the stereotypical jokes that black mm-hmm. women get all the time and whatnot that's what it that's what it just when i saw the image i was like i mean she's a she's a, a, a beautiful woman and everything like that but the the, the second you put that the, the that wig on her, I was like, here come here come the all the jokes about weaves or this and that and the other. I feel like she's going to. Ruby Rose was already getting beaten up in the uh, in the fan in that fandom because of her acting ability and all that stuff. 
I can only imagine. I didn't read the comments uh, this time. I didn't even want to go there. I can, but I'm, I'm just wondering. I hope that however different she's going to be from Kate, from the Kate character, the Rose, uh, Ruby Rose character. I hope mm-hmm. it it's like it, it blows people away. Like wow, yeah, she's way better and whatnot. And then people can be like get get past the fact that she's a black woman now taking on the but I, that, the second i saw the wig on her i was like oh man i can only imagine those freaking comments but i don't know what was your first impression or what do you I, think? I will, well if that's your instinct and i didn't know that that was uh just pretty directly what they had ruby rose in and it's you know i i my instinct was not racial it was just like that is just not a great wig for such a high budget you know, what should be a pretty high budget costume. And I do feel like between my initial instinct and certainly your initial instinct of, oh, this kind of almost makes me uncomfortable that this is going to be ammunition for people being awful. It kind of feels like if your whole point is like, she's a totally different character, she's a totally different person, design her her own look. Yeah, I... And may and maybe she maybe they will because I mean again when Ruby Rose when her character came in uh, when Kate when when Kate came in looking for Bruce found out he was Batman took the suit she wore the suit his suit she didn't change anything then later she was like Mm -hmm. I want to put some extras this and that in it to let people know that this is not Batman maybe you you know what maybe now okay now you got me thinking they did that for her maybe they will do that maybe this is going to be the same situation this person for whatever reason kate's gone for whatever reason they're going to explain she finds the suit i mean she's not going to probably have time to make some those people are dying out there but before i go out there i got to make some modifications with this this wig ain't going to work for me i don't think she's going to be thinking that she's probably going to put it on as it is because she has to to get out there and then maybe three episodes later just like just Maybe they, well, maybe they will. Because for me, I hope you're right. I would also just think if they were going to do that, it would be in their own best interest mm. to maybe use the better promotional images when you're dealing with a casting switch that some people are already butthurt about. Yeah. Like, put your best foot forward, you know. And and to me, that was the only thing of like everything I've seen of this actress. It's like, oh, she seems really cool. I feel like that's an interesting direction to take a character, like like a little goofier and more likable. Yeah. Put your best foot forward with your marketing materials. Don't undercut your actress with a party Cindy wig. Like, yeah, they they got to do better with that wig. That's got to be the one of the things that's going to go. And, and maybe that's that you you know you just help me put my fears to uh, to re- maybe they're going to do the same thing with her. I don't like. Okay, I've been out in this suit a couple times. Uh, you know, people. You know, I, I don't, this wig ain't working for me. And as long as they don't give her like dreads or braids or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, yeah, I know they won't do that. But God, you never know sometimes. But um, I don't know, guys. Let me know what. Uh, what was your What was your first reaction when you saw the uh, the the image? You, did you read the comments out there? I was afraid to. Were they nice? Were they the same? Was it? Uh, is it? Are you one of those guys that's out there thinking? Let's just see what happens. Because trust me, there's a lot of people who already hate the show and want it to get canceled based on what happened in season one. So let's see if um, if they're going to move into a, a better direction. I'm going to definitely give it a chance. Supergirl already got canceled. So, you know, 
you know, we let's 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 give this a chance. Let's hopefully it'll, it'll you know it'll it'll progress, and um, and then you know maybe the whole franchise will get turned around. Let's find out. Put in the box below, and let's uh and we'll talk about it on We Got Your Mail. Okay. Speaking of, we got your mail. We always save one uh, for the end of the show. And I, I, I think we got one. Let's uh, let's switch gears. If you guys, like I said, if you want to send us a, a comment, you can always send that to us at T Three Media's on social media. You know, or, or here on the comments here on the channel, and we'll talk about it on the weekend. We got your mail. But like I said, we always save one uh, for the for the show. So, uh, do we have anything out there already? What do we got? We have our very special. We got your mail from James Kieran's Karen's. Uh, say, I believe this was in response to a stand-up reaction, uh, saying, men aren't scared of dying alone. We are scared of living miserably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. James is coming. I was, uh, yeah, that was one of the Bill Burr reaction comments. The, um, you good? (laughs) I don't, and the reason, uh, you know what? The reason why I didn't, uh, highlight which video, I mean, it came from, it was because it's just, just like I said, the statement alone right there. It's like, that sounds like something out of a friggin' movie. I'm not scared of dying alone. Men aren't scared of dying alone. We're, uh, we're scared. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I think you could say that about a lot of people. people. That's not just men. There's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of people who know their worth. Uh, out there who are like I what do you think the phrase came from I can do bad on my own I mean there's there's and and there are a lot of people who uh who are codependent or are used to being in a a relationship who are afraid of being alone um there's people who right out of um a breakup a week later is you know trying to trying to jump back into a relationship just we there's there's all t- that, that's a that's not just a truth for men uh, for me I, I it's it's just true for me i'm not afraid of uh of being alone but do i do i want love do i want to find someone out there yeah yeah i do i do and i did and i'm happy but um and if it didn't work out i would mourn the relationship for the appropriate time and then i'd be out there you know and you know in the clubs and and uh looking for the next ex mrs fagan so <laughs> I, 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 you know, may, I don't know. If it didn't work out with me and Joy, what would I do? What's the answer that would make her happy? I'm never going to get over her. I'm never going to get over her, and I will be a shell of a man, and I would wander in the woods just like aimlessly, just like a guy just looking for his keys constantly. That would be. That would be the couch tonight. You're welcome. That would that would be my mountain, uh, my my boulder that I would be moving up the hill and to have it constantly, you know, coming back down. That would be my the rest of my life, baby. I can't live without you. Now let's see what Jamicia doing. (laughs) I'll be on the set of Batwoman. Hey, you. What did we talk about last week? Better wig. Like, hey, baby, you want a better wig? No, no, I wouldn't. What about you? Are you what are are you the the type of person that can that's okay with being alone or? Like- yeah, well, I'm an incredibly extroverted person, so no, in the sense of like I want to have people in my life. But before I met Eric, I was very much a person who. I was very much team like, I'm not going to waste time on a bad relationship. I'm not going to wait. Like, I was single for a very long time. 
before I ended up with Eric. And that was just like, a, no, you actually make my life better. This isn't a, I need somebody. It's a, I want to be with you thing. So I would say I definitely fell in that category of like, I don't mind being alone, but a lot of that is, I don't think a romantic relationship defines if I'm alone or not. Like I have, you know, if things didn't work out with Eric, I would be crushed, obviously. But like, I do have my family, my friends, like I have a really full and lovely social life full of people who I have very deep personal relationships with. Right. So to me, it was always like, I have that. I don't need a romantic partner to just fulfill something. Right. I, you know, I, I'll do it if it makes sense. But I, I, I was never someone who <laughs> there wanted to. There was a joke in there somewhere. I'm, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. It was a joke there. But, I'm going to let it go. No. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm with him because we work well as partners and teammates and friends. And I, if if that wasn't the case, then yeah, I would rather be alone than be unhappy yeah. in, in a relationship. So, yeah, so basically, James, that, that comment, I mean, it's not just not just for guys. I mean, because I guess based in uh, in context of, uh, of what the the comment, the video that the comment came in into, I think it was... Um, was it gold digging? The Bill Burr's a gold digging horse. Uh, I think that's where it came from. Uh, men are scared of living uh, uh, miserably. I mean, uh, uh, I, I mean, define miserable. I mean, in, in most situations, some people create their own misery and, and whatnot. I, like, I can be in a relationship where the other person is totally, you know, you know, uh, a, a good person and doing everything that I said that I, I love and want in a relationship but if, but if I'm one of those guys that or, or if you're one of those, uh, or those people who are constantly looking for something to sabotage and whatnot you can you can create your uh that that misery I mean it does no that, some people are never gonna be happy like I feel like there are people where I have just learned like you you there's oh it's always gonna be something yeah, it's and it's not be. the something you you need to work on yeah on you yeah. work on you boo oh. <laughs> your genitals is what that looks like but <laughs> no. i meant like your internal like you, you never go you never you haven't yet gone one episode without pointing at the, <laughs> at the southern regions <laughs> but i guess that's our that's our love advice for yeah, how many fans before people start gifting What would uh, that, that would I would that would be a good meme, guys? Validate me, guys. Make that. I'm make not that, happy inside. Make things. Yeah, make that. <laughs> make, uh, make that meme happen. But all right, guys. Uh, yeah, that's well. That's our advice. We're gonna give uh, for today, guys. But but James, just hang in there. Guys. Oh God. That, that, this, <laughs> uh, this became an advice show. James, hang in there. It's you're 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 doing great. You work on you, boo. <laughs> well, guys. That's the show, guys. Let us know what you uh, guys think. I say, like, hit the like button. Uh, let us know uh, what you guys think. Always send us those comments, those questions, anything that you uh, suggest for the uh, for the channel. Uh, we appreciate you guys as we head towards the the five k uh, mark, and we're hopefully going to be going live. I mean, we're thinking maybe by maybe next maybe next show. I said if this show is at if this channel is at four thousand nine hundred ninety nine subscribers before we start recording tomorrow, we're not going live. We're not. So it's up to you guys. Set a goal. <laughs> I got it. Got to hit that mark. We gotta have. We'll be making standards. our burner accounts. All right, exactly. So hope, but so maybe by ep uh, episode one fifty two, maybe we'll be streaming this live. Um, <laughs> guys, if you only knew uh, how I, I totally cleaned it up, but there were so many things that that went wrong that you guys uh, have not seen. 
but uh so i'm kind of glad this wasn't the episode because i would have been totally embarrassed so thanks guys i apologize for my language chris uh you could just oh yeah so so me i can't monetize this video <laughs> what 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 you said what you said uh, uh about uh, about my mom was just true but hurtful no yeah. no i know <laughs> i'm speaking from experience chris right but guys again you can always hit us up at t3 medias on uh facebook on uh twitter and all instagram all the social medias are like i said once again you can uh send us a topic that you want us to talk about send it at t3medias.com slash contact and um enjoy the I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the show guys once again amy newman if you don't mind telling them for the umpteenth time where they can find you online if it's fine. <laughs> People need it. Uh, I'm on Instagram at amy.n.newman and on Twitter at amy underscore n underscore newman. On uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram, right? Yeah, I said that. I'm, am I going but deaf? I was, I'm, I'm taking a social media break because <laughs> it makes me feel dead inside. Thumbs, two thumbs down. And uh, for me, I. <laughs> If you, <laughs> you can find me at uh, Twitter and on Instagram, Chris Fagan, 1980. On uh, that's where you can find me on that. And um, if you, just in case, if if you were wondering, talking through the media's was filmed in front of a live studio audience of fanboys who are going to be so mad that Endgame still will be the number one movie of all time because. Wait, wait, I got to get you off for that. There you go. Two words for you. <laughs> Till next time, guys. Peace. If you like what you saw, make sure to subscribe to the channel and please drop a like on this video. It really does help us. Also, don't forget you can turn on notifications so you don't miss a single review, react, why is that trending, or we got your mail. <laughs>